helping you out with your spiritual journey and bringing you all things metaphysical and paranormal. This is Outside the Crystal Ball Podcast with your hosts, Emily Minton and Reverend Ronald Flores. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Outside the Crystal Ball, episode 15. I'm Emily Minton. And I'm Reverend Ronald Flores. And on today's show, we are going to discuss the Five of Pentacles tarot card, Archangels, and play another fun psychic game. Also, too, Emily, I wanted to sponsor this video since you did the last one, and I want to let our viewers know and our listeners know what they can do at the end of the show to win a $50 gift certificate um, for my ministry. So uh, stay tuned for that. Make sure that you listen, and it'll be at the very end of the show. That is uh, amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. Very, very cool. I'm excited about that. Um, We're going to get started today with our tarot card for this Perfect. week, the Five of Pentacles. Five of Pentacles is a drab card. It's, it looks real, it looks it, real it sad. Is. It, it looks is. very Christmas Carol. It's giving Tiny <laughs> Tim vibes. <laughs> and I'm not laughing at that. I'm, it's... It's the way you said it. It it is. It's talking about being shunned out of a situation. Now the pinnacles we know represent the earthly realm. They also represent finances. This is more going to be the earthly realm type card. Okay, it could do with finances if you were to pull this in a spread, and uh, it would be in that financial sector of the spread, right? So they're being shunned out of what we think is a church. Now, that's pretty bad. If you're being shunned from a church, there's something wrong, okay? Not that there's anything wrong with them, but there may be a situation that everybody's not really agreeing on, right? And this is actually, yeah, it's a it's a, a depressing-looking card, but it's also an opportunity to grow, okay? And that number five representing, you know, growing and strength and all kinds of stuff, um, Actually, too, while I said that, in the last episode, I messed up because I said the seven was strength and it's not. Five is. Um, so it's talking about how you can come out of a situation that you thought was bad, but in reality, it's a blessing, like they say, a blessing in disguise type mm -hmm. thing. So this is your blessing in disguise card. If it were reversed, it's a whole lot better. Um, you're not being shunned from a situation. You might have to be the one to do the shunning. So. That actually might be perceived as bad, too. But it's basically... It depends on who you're shunning. <laughs> that's true. That's very true. But it's basically, you know, getting away from a situation that maybe you didn't need to be in in the first place. So... Yeah. I love that one. And that's how when I when I pulled it to that to figure out what card we're going to pull, it uh, talk about it pulled reversed. And so, of course, I go and Google what it means because I haven't memorized all this stuff yet yeah. like you have. And yeah, that and, was like, and, it's not too bad. It looks sad. Yeah. Uh, also, too, since we're on the whole job theme, if you were to pull this for a job, it would literally signify you going to a new one. So this Lord is Jesus, the step that, that somebody would need if they were <laughs> looking for a new job. Very cool. Well, thank you for that. I love I love learning about the tarot. Like I have learned so much just from talking to you about this, like all the little intricacies of each card, the number on it, the colors on it, like things that I didn't even think about when I'm trying to to learn these things. You know, it's really, really interesting. Yeah. 
So this is going to be, listen, if y'all win this gift certificate to get a tarot reading by him, <laughs> amazing. You're going to love and, it. And you can. You can use it for a tarot reading or a chakra balancing because both of them are $50. So it's $50 for basically one service, whatever you want. But I would suggest the tarot reading. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the chakra balancing is great, too. I mean, it is. So if if you've already had a tarot reading or a reading and you want to mm-hmm. get your chakras all in balance, you know, it'd be good for that. too. Yeah, it's really, really cool. Well, today we are going to talk about archangels as our main topic. And um, I have a lot to say about them. I work with the angels a lot. Uh, I don't know. Are you do you work with them a lot as well? Only just one. Which one is your favorite? Who's your boo? Michael. Yeah. It is the go to because in training as a medium, that's what they taught us the whole time. You need Michael. You got to have Michael. Um, he's the one to defend you in battle type thing and, um, everything good. Yes. I was just, just making sure our microphones <laughs> are on. I know. I was a little nervous for a moment. You're making me nervous <laughs> though. I'm like, what is she looking at? <laughs> we got to though, because you guys uh, don't understand. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't we even have know. Done so many episodes. <laughs> it's like, didn't record, didn't put sound on who knows. And this morning, our thing was already acting up, making us sound weird i would love to play it how we sound but we're gonna you're gonna have to put that blooper reel together at some point because that is funny stuff yeah that is funny stuff anyway so michael anyway the main go-to for me what about you i i'm partial to a little bit of everybody i like michael he's my like the protection but i'm also partial to shamuel that's the one i work with i think the most which i didn't even know existed until i started into this work um so just a little bit of history on the archangels because i think it's important to know that they centuries and centuries and centuries you know they've been incorporated into just about every religion on the planet Mm -hmm. they are mentioned somewhere in just about every religion um Archangels were appointed by God to come and help people on earth. That is their job. And if you really research angels, there's this hierarchy of of angels. And um, the archangels are down with like guardian angels. um, And basically, like I said, just to help us get through our lives. They're here for us to call upon when we need help. Um, Each one has its own little area of expertise, its own little um, thing that that he or she can help you with. I personally think that they can all help you with whatever, you know, they're, they're that powerful. Um, but if you have a very specific thing you're going to, to, um, ask them to help, to help with, then I think it's good to call on that particular angel. Um, something that I can't wrap my brain around, I don't know if you can, is that they can be everywhere. Like it, you can call on Michael to help you and I can, Mm -hmm. and you know, 3000 other people can, and he can be all of those places. It does not make sense to my brain, but I know it's true because I know that I have called on these angels a million times and it always comes through. And you know, too, you can kind of look at it like this. We were talking about you going to a cemetery, doing things, and I said the energy is in the bones. Mm -hmm. That energy is there. Their spirit is also here. And then somebody has a ring and that ring holds their energy so it it's just like spirit can be in a hundred different places at the same time because it's all energy based right it's just that aspect of them that you're working with at that time it's 
it's mind-boggling to me, it like is. how the energetic realm and, and quantum physics and that whole area that really science, you know, we've tapped into it, but we have just barely scratched the surface yeah. on quantum physics and how all of that works. Um, but it has to, it can go back to manifesting. You know, you can play with that energetic field to kind of pull in what you want. But back to the archangels, um, like I said, they've, they're in all the religions. The Bible, the King James, James Version mentions seven of them. Now, most of them are mentioned in the book of Enoch. Enoch is not a book that is um, in the Bible anymore. It was removed from the Bible um, back in the fourth century. Mm -hmm. So when the the Roman Council of Rome, I think is what it was called, got together back in the fourth century and said, we like this one, we like this one, we're going to take that out. We hear it and kind of made the Bible the way that it is today. Enoch was removed and with it were a lot of the archangels. Mm -hmm. Now, the Bible, of course, mentions Michael. It mentions Michael in um, Jude, in Daniel, in Revelation, because he is the one that's going to come, you know, in Revelation and fight Satan, and and that's going to be the big battle at the end. Um, Gabriel is also mentioned a lot in the Bible. He's our messenger. He is the one that came and proclaimed Jesus's birth. Um, Raphael was mentioned in the book of Torrit, I think is what it is called. I wrote it down because I it was a new book to me. Um, yeah, everybody knows what Enoch is, or they've at least heard of it. It's right. very esoterical, and it's one of the many books that were removed because of flipping egos. Yeah, how about that? How about it? How about it, patriarchy? I'm just kidding. <laughs> how about those Dead Sea Scrolls? <laughs> so, Torrit was found in a cave in 1952, the book of Torrit, right? 1952, like, that is not that long ago. And it hasn't been technically put back into into circulation yet, but it's there. And that is where Raphael is mentioned. Um, so these angels are not, you know, something that is specific to our work. They're not something that's specific to one religion. They're everywhere. They're in the Torah. They're in the Kabul. They're, they're, they're mentioned in a lot of different places. Now, I did want to take some time today, if you don't mind, and just kind of go through some of the main ones, some of the ones that I work with. By no means, listeners, is this the whole list. We don't have enough time today to go through the whole list. It's just not feasible because there's so many of them. But I do want to start and just tell you guys a little bit about each one. And then we're going to talk at the end about how you can work with your angel. Here's the question before you start. Because okay. there's somebody out there listening right now that has this question in their head. Okay. How do I know? I'm psychic, but how do I know? Because everyone that I've ever talked to about archangels has asked this question. Have they ever been earthbound? I do not think so. No, and the answer is no. I was researching this episode and there are a couple of, of places that I've been out there that, that I've read where they said, yeah, they, you know, they were, they were, you know, uh, sent from heaven or, or what do they call it? Like f fell from heaven. I don't believe that. I don't believe it i have not I, I don't know nothing that i've ever gotten from spirit yeah says. yeah no they've never been earthbound no they're <laughs> angels yeah so those t those of you who are wondering that because i know that there's someone out there the answer is no negative and your grandmother cannot be an archangel no sorry they're not taking <laughs> applications <laughs> can i do that for my new job I'm is that stop. what that card meant can I'm i fill stop it in? somebody's gonna cuss me out <laughs> I'm in a mood. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So, Archangels. Let's start with the big guy, Michael. Michael is the one that most people are familiar with. He is um, 
historically the most powerful Mm -hmm. of the archangels. He's like the great protector. He is somebody I call upon if I feel insecure, if I feel unsafe. Walking to my car in a parking lot, I'm going to call upon Michael to help me. Um, I'm trying to think of other things. Um, If you are uh, cutting cords is another big Mm -hmm. deal for Michael. Cutting cords, and you may want to add to this, is just where you are severing ties in a relationship, whether it's you know a bad friendship, a, a, an ex-romantic relationship. You're severing those ties so that you're not picking up those negative emotions and negative energy from them anymore. And Michael uses his sword to help with that, that um, I don't want to say ritual, but that process. And that's funny that you say that you call upon him to help you in the physical world. I've never done that. Really? It's always been spiritual, a bad spirit that I sense or something. I'll call upon Michael, but I have never used him for the physical. Listen, my friend, I use these guys. <laughs> we are friends. He's like, it's Emily again. Really? You got it. You can get to your car, girl. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I call upon him all the time. I use him in spiritual work as well. Mm-hmm. I um, I'll call upon him like if I'm going to cleanse a house or even cleansing my house. Oh, yeah. Um. When we were crossing over that earthbound that one time, it was, you know, he was my bud that day because I was a little afraid. You know, I was a little scared and he does offer that sense of safety and protection. I also will um, ask him to protect anytime I go on a trip. So in an airplane, surround this airplane with your blue electric light. Um, my kids, you know, my youngest just started driving. I'm terrified. Oh God. I have every morning I pray to Michael, keep, you know, keep this kid safe, keep my oldest safe, protect them while they're at school. You know, you hear about all these school shootings and horrible things like I I'm constantly surrounding them and their vehicles and their buildings with Michael's electric blue light or a white light of protection. Like I'm constantly working with Michael in that respect. Um, So, yeah, I call him on earth for earthly things all the time. And that's good. Mm -hmm. And it works. I mean, yeah, knock on wood. So far, so good. Right. Um, did you want to add anything else about Michael? No, I mean, every time you see him, a statue of him, what do you see? You see him with his foot on the demon's head with a sword, right? Mm -hmm. That sums it up right there. He is going to defend you in battle. That's what he's for. He's an angelic figure, just like the other ones that we're about to talk about, hand selected by God himself to help us here in the earthly realm, whether that's physical or spiritual or both or whatever. Poor Michael has been thrown around so much. It, I don't know how he's still going. I have no idea. That's the energy thing. But anyways, so. yeah. No, I don't have anything to throw in. That's, that's, that's pretty much it. And um, the, the other, so there's, there's four, I don't want to call them the four main, main archangels, but they kind of are. So there's Michael, Raphael, Uriel, and Gabriel. Um, Raphael is our healing angel. Mm -hmm. He is the angel. He's represented by a green light. So if someone is sick, isn't feeling well, you can surround them with Raphael's green light, pray to Raphael for, for healing. Um, so he is a, a physical health angel, you Mm -hmm. know, if if you are not feeling well physically. Um, he also works with people like you healers, people who are working to heal other people, whether it is spiritually, whether it's medically nurses, doctors, dentists, he's going to work with them. If you are in the health field, Raphael is going to be your guy. He's going to be the one to help you to heal other people. Um, now, Gabriel is God's messenger. He's the one that came to the, in the Bible, came to the wise men and said, there's a baby being born, you know. Um, but he is the messenger. He is the, the archangel of communication. So if you have some speaking things that you're coming up, 
writing things that are coming up, you can go to, to Gabriel. He's also um, who you want to speak to to speak your truth. So if you mm-hmm. you are, are struggling to stand up for yourself, to advocate for yourself, he's a good guy to go to and ask for help with that. And you said too earlier, because <clears throat> the more that you point these out, the more that they align perfectly to the chakras. So of do. course, I'm going to bring that up. <laughs> um, you said that there were seven earlier. Yes. I heard you mention that. In the seven chakras. There you go. Yeah. And it all comes together. Yeah. And and uh, Raphael, mm-hmm. the one that were for healing. Um, he's healing. Which one were you just talking about? Raphael. And then Gabriel was communication. Communication. That's the throat chakra, Mm -hmm. obviously. Yeah, speaking your truth. Speaking your truth. He also uh, works with children. So Gabriel is is going to be a really good person to call on for teachers, for child care workers, uh, pediatricians, people who work with kids daily. That's going to be your your archangel if you need help with that. Um, Also, he is the archangel for conception, pregnancy, and birth. So if it's something that you're interested in, you could call on him to, to help you in those areas as well. Now, Gabriel is mentioned in the Bible um, a few times. He is one of three that is actually mentioned repeatedly in the Bible. Um, now, Ariel. Ariel is the angel of nature. I like Ariel. Now, here is a question for you. Have you, have you talked to Ariel before? Are you friends? Probably. So Ariel, I'm not sure if it, because angels really aren't gendered. They're not really a man or a woman. And I don't want to like ruffle feathers or anything with this conversation. But some angels are depicted like Michael is depicted more masculine Mm -hmm. than feminine. Ariel, I can't figure out because there are some texts that refer to Ariel as a he and some that refer to Ariel as a she. Yeah. Earlier when you said you were saying something as we started talking about this and you said he and all that. And I wanted to interrupt and say, excuse me. There is no gender. <laughs> There's when no it gender. Comes in. I think that we put that on and it's okay. Right. It's okay that we do that because it gives us an image because we really can't imagine what they look like. They're so angelic and so spiritual that to see them would be to see God. Ronnie, you need to slow down today. <laughs> I'm My preaching God. it. So could you imagine? No, you can't. We can't. can't imagine. So we put labels on them. Right. And that's okay. To make Sometimes, them more like us yes, so that we can understand exactly, it. Exactly. Right. And we are in God's image and so are they. So yeah. So it makes sense for us to do that. I don't like the fact that we equate men with more masculinity because there could be, you know, there are women who are very strong, but we mm-hmm. equate, you know, we that. Do. So I don't like that portion of it, but I get why we do it mm-hmm. at the same time. Right. So I do. I will use he probably for all of the angels just because. Right. I don't know. It's just my way I speak. But there are some that are considered female. There are some that have read text and they're considered male. I know them as they're not gendered. They're they're not. They're, they have no gender yeah. at all. They're, pure, they're angels. They're pure they're different. energy. Yeah. Yeah. It's different than, than humans. So Ariel, anyway, angel of nature, if you are um, taking your, your dog is sick. I know recently your little puppy was not feeling well. So if your dog isn't feeling well, you're taking him to the vet. Ariel is a great one to call on for help with that. Um, if you've ever been out in the woods walking and you want to kind of connect more with nature, you can call on Ariel to help you with that. Um, she also is she or he. I'm sorry. I just I'm throwing pronouns out there, but um, protects the planet's resources, the ecosystem, 
the animals out in the world. Um, so you can call on Ariel to to help with those types of things. And Lord knows we need it right now. And it makes sense, too, that they would gender her as a her because it's that motherly energy, right? right? Women give birth. They are mothers. They have a different energy than men do. Like men care about their kids, but mothers take it to a whole new level. Like that kid came out of the mother, right? So there's a connection there that we don't understand. I don't understand as as a guy. Like, I don't get it. Um, so it, it makes sense that we would give her that nurturing energy. Mm-hmm. Um, you talked about caring for the earth and stuff like that. That is a motherly energy and mother's... Mother earth, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's, yeah. it, it, it kind of goes, yeah. Now, Shamuel is the next one. This is This is who I talk to all the time. And let me tell you a funny story is... I, I didn't know who Shamuel even was until I started this work. Like, that's not one that you hear about. You hear right. about Raphael. You hear about Gabriel. You hear about Michael. So um, I started the work or whatever. And then last year, the end of last year, I went down to Casadega, which, if for those of you who don't know, is a spiritualist camp that's close to us. And um, I was like, I'm going to go run through Casadega. I'm going to go get a tarot reading for fun. And I said, because you have to be careful with healers, right? You know, you're in tarot readers. You some are a hundred percent legit, and some of them, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I'm not real sure what you're doing today. So I went in and I said, because again, I talk to them all the time. If this is legit, if this person is giving me accurate messages that are good, best for my, you know, for my higher good, bring up Shamuel. Mm-hmm. Who brings up Shamuel? Right. Sis sits down and she. P- with her cards and she goes you know this is this and this and this and you need to be working with shamuel and i went okay (laughs) (laughs) here we go i mean it gives me goosebumps to think about that because who brings that up who knows shamuel so that was a really good one but shamuel is one was really good if you're suffering from anxiety me um relationship struggles or if you struggle offering forgiveness which i do i tend to hold grudges yeah petty betty but um (laughs) He also offers you encouragement. Um, if you feel alone, he kind of helps you w- with that feeling of feeling lonely, brings you peace. If you are working through a relationship right now and maybe struggling with your marriage or struggling with a relationship, uh, even a friendship style relationship, that's a good archangel to call on. Okay, disclaimer. I have to do it because my OCD and my worry and my anxiety is going to go nuts. Do you want to talk to Shamuel about it? Uh, stop. <laughs> If you are going through these issues, we are not doctors. We are not diagnosing. You can call upon angels to help you. But you also need to seek out things in the physical world like a licensed professional that can help you deal with anxiety and going through relationship issues and things like that. So this is not a one size fits all type thing. This is right. not a go-to. I mean, it is a go-to, but it's only half the way there. And we talk about this on the podcast all the time, how we can get you so far spiritually, mm-hmm. but you have to put forth the action you and the work and yeah. things like that. So there is that aspect of, I don't want our listeners to think that they can go to an archangel and have them do all of this stuff for them. Because there are some people out there who want someone to do it for them, which is fine, but they have to put forth the effort to do it too, which right. would be seeking out professional help and things like that. So this is, again, not a one answer to everything. It takes two to tango, and you need to put forth effort as well. Right. And they could be leading you to a therapist. That could be the solution. You, you, exactly. you go to the archangel and say, hey, 
my, you know, my best friend is really upset with me. I don't know what's happening or my marriage is not doing well. And they may open doors for you to get yeah. therapy. And I mean, they, that and, might be the solution. And they and they work in, in cahoots over there because maybe one archangel is sending you to the doctor that Raphael is working with or whoever. So, you know, it's all in connection, but you have to take, you know, action too. You can't just. You can't just sit back and wait. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry to interrupt, but I had no, to. No, that's really nice. I like that you added that because um, I, I forget that sometimes that. I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I do forget. Like, I can go to the archangels, but you still have to put forth the work. You, you still have you to do. try. Absolutely. You can't just sit back and let magic happen because that's just not how it works. Right. All right. Two more to go. And then we're going to talk about how to connect to them. Um, so Azrael is another um, archangel. And I know this isn't the same name, but it makes me think of the cat on the Smurfs. <laughs> what was that cat's name? Oh, God. Was, was it Azrael? 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 I don't know. It was the cat, but it, that's just what it makes me think of. So yeah. I apologize to the angel, but that's what I think. Um, so Azrael is known as the angel who helps you to cross over when you pass away. So when someone when someone is is getting close to dying, that is the angel that comes in and helps you cross. Um, it also is going to be who you would call upon to grieve that person. Mm-hmm. And if that person was, you know, grieving the loss of that person, um, something that was pointed out in my research is that Azrael, and I don't work a ton with Azrael. Um, thank God. I mean, thank, thank goodness that I haven't had to go to that person yet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't mean that ugly, but I haven't right. had a ton of loss in my life. Thank goodness. Um, but it's also for just all transitions, not just the final transition of your life, but any big transition that you're making, maybe you're moving or buying a house or getting a new job or whatever the case may be, you can um, go to Azrael to help with that transition. Mm-hmm. And then Uriel is one of the others that I work with quite a bit. Uriel is in Christianity anyway, the archangel of repentance. Uriel was given the job of watching over Hades, of watching over hell. Um, I don't know if I would want that job. But that's what Uriel has to do. Um, Uriel has, uh, you can go to Uriel with feelings of loneliness. um, And Uriel will help you to be okay with being alone, you know, which I am 100% okay with. But something that I really, I read in the research, I did not know this about Uriel, provides answers to universal mysteries through spirit communication, mediumship, uh, meditation, things like that. So if you have a question about this journey that you're on, this path that you're on, you know, how does this work? How are, you know, how do you, you know, get messages in your dreams? Whatever the case may be, whatever question you have, Uriel is going to be the person to go to to get that information. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really cool. I didn't know that about Uriel. Hmm. So I thought that was really interesting. Now, before we talk about how to connect to the angels and how to work with them, did you have anything to add? Anybody to add? Because no. this is a tiny list. It is very tiny, but you know what? It's it's good. I mean, those are the things that we go through most in life, and maybe that's why they are the most important. Um, you know, is there an angel for cutting your grass? We don't know, but you know, it's not. It, these are things that we go through every single right. day. These are emotional things. These the are things. physical health. This is death. This is life. This is new beginnings. It's everything, right? And so that's probably why they are the most popular, but. Uh, we could not sit here and go through every single one of them. There's no way. No, there's absolutely no way. Um, so when I connect to the angels, I, I do this in several ways. And I, I wrote down some of them. 
But my biggest method is I have in my bedroom on just a little nightstand type of table, an angel shrine. And I have some statues of different angels. And I have one that's like an actual statue of Michael with his foot on, you know, the whole thing. But I also have just a really pretty angel somebody gave me as a gift. And that's Shamuel. Like, it doesn't have to be like, I don't have to go to the store and buy something that's specific for Shamuel. Like, I can make that angel whoever I want it to be. Um, so I have my angel stones um, around there, and I wrote down some of the stones, celestite, seraphinite, selenite, angelite, green, pray, I can't pronounce this, praynite, P-R-E-H-N-I-T-E, pray, praynite. Yeah. That's a good one, too, for Raphael. But <laughs> so, with that. <laughs> yeah, sure it is. Sure it is. Um, but what I do is I'll go in there, and I light a candle, and I will pick a rock, whatever feels good, whatever stone up there feels good, and I meditate. And I go to them, and this sounds so silly to even say out loud, but just like when I go to my guides and I go into a building of some sort visually, like I'll visualize going into a building, I visualize going into a temple and I visualize almost like the angels are in a panel, like in these big, huge throne chairs, and I kind of pick who I need to talk to. Mm -hmm. And that helps me to focus my ADD brain on who I'm talking to. And I have a conversation. Hey, this is what I need. You know, this is what I'm struggling with. Can you help me? Right. Um, and if you're joining us for the first time, when we talk about visualization on this show, you know what? One day on here, we're going to put all the terms that we use constantly on this. It's like a collection. word wall in school. I know. When you visualize physically, what you're doing is you are turning off your physical mind and you are opening your third eye chakra Mm -hmm. to make it happen or manifest it in the spiritual. Cause I don't want people again, if they're joining us for the first time to think, Oh, well you're just making it up in your head. Well, it may be perceived as that, but you're really not. You're 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 spiritually manifesting it at that point. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's how I, I usually will talk to them and you have to ask like you have to ask them for help. They will not give you help just for fun. You have to go <laughs> right. to them. Yeah, because that's I mean, what they got. Right? They have <laughs> nothing, nothing else, else to do. do. Yeah. Um, you have to ask. And that is a, a way that you are acknowledging their presence. Mm-hmm. That is a way that you are accepting their help. It's kind of like when you remember last week you were saying when you do um, tarot readings. It was last week or the week before. You you say your little prayer and you say, say your name to acknowledge that. Permission. That, yeah, yeah, permission. It's kind of like that. You're giving them permission to help you. So if you don't ask for help, you can't expect to get help. Right. You have to ask for it. I've also seen people write letters, almost like a letter to the angel. This is what I need. And if you want to do that in your journal, that's a wonderful way to connect with your angels. You're still acknowledging them. You're Mm -hmm. still speaking to them. Um, And this is one that I have not tried yet that I saw in my research. And I, I want to try it. I may try it this week. And it's walking with them. And I was like, well, what does that mean? And what it is, is you just go for a walk, you know, down your road, whatever, for exercise, for your for your physical health. But you ask them to come with you. Hmm. And so it's almost a walking meditation. You sort of, you know, safely sort of zone out a little bit and kind of get into that space where they're walking with you and they're talking to you just like they would if they were in human form next to you. So I thought that was really interesting. Do you connect to them in different ways than that? Just basically through the meditation, going into the room, things like that. Um, most of the work that I do with Archangels, though, is right then and there on the spot. 
if I'm doing a reading or I'm working spiritually, I'm already in that meditative mm-hmm. state. So I'm already connected spiritually. It's nothing for me to just call on them and have them come in and help me and assist me. Now, if I needed them for a particular thing, um, I would go into a meditative state, go to my room and or my spiritual room and they would be there, you know, so um, that's kind of how I connect to them. Most of it, though, is on the spot, but I'm already in that state anyway. That's interesting that you say that because I have always learned that it takes the angels a little bit longer to get to. I don't want to say like fill a request, but, you know, to to answer your prayers than it does maybe going to a guide and going, hey, I need, a, you know, a, a parking spot. Or I need well, whatever. And, and this is mostly spiritual work. Mm-hmm. So again, I'm already in that zone and we're already there. If I were asking him from a par- for a parking space, I'd probably right. ask in advance. Yeah. I don't think that I would do it on the spot then. Now, I don't feel like, and maybe this is just how I was raised in the church and you're like, you don't go to God for, for parking spots. Like I wouldn't go to an angel for a parking spot. I would go to, to a, guide. a guide. for a, right. Would that be accurate? Yeah. No, okay. that is. We were just using that as an example. Okay. Something in the physical. Yeah, I, I don't know what else. Yeah, I don't. You would, you would ask him for on the spot. In the, I don't either. In unless just like safety. I, I do call on Michael like for immediate safety. And I feel like those urgent requests like that are responded to. But if you're, you know, I need to, you know, my marriage is, is rocky. How can I start working on that? I don't think that information comes immediately. I think that's going to come to you over, you know, well, and that, a and couple that, of days. Yeah. And that's something too. like, if you are working on a relationship or whatever, obviously that's going to take time, right? Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen overnight. But if you're walking to your car and you're in a dark g- garage or whatever, and you want immediate protection, I think that those two situations are extremely different time wise. Right. And plus everything's kind of predetermined anyway. So everything's already happened. We just are acknowledging it that it's already happened. So, you know, we can go far into this kind of thing. But those are the two, you know, right now and then, you know, kind of over a period of time type situations. Now, I had a shaman one time who kind of introduced me to working with angels. And she said that when you visualize them, like especially for things like cord cutting or, you know, maybe you don't know exactly which angel to go to. Almost like I don't want to say a cross of 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 the angels, but she always said you put Raphael in front of you. You imagine him there with his green light in front of you. Behind you goes um, Gabriel, and then to the right is Michael, and to the left is Uriel, and they just kind of surround right. you that way. So I've, I've heard that. I've heard that, that she taught me that, and so that's kind of how I imagine them when I need those four. One of those four is I have them just surrounding me. Yeah, I've actually heard of that in training before. Yeah, I've never utilized that, but maybe I should now. I'm wondering that too, because I, I tend to forget about little things like that, like right. where to put them and, and things. And I'm wondering if that's going to kind of amplify my prayers to them, my my speaking, you know, whatever, my conversations with them. Hmm. Um, and a couple of things that I have to work on, and I'm sure some listeners out there, I'm, I'm sure you have this under control, is allowing it to happen so you put you you go and you say you know i need to to find a new job get out of your way like back off Mm -hmm. release control now that does not mean you don't need to start putting in resumes and you need to do interviews and you need to do the steps to get that job but you need to not focus on trying to control the situation you know let them work let them do their thing and then that job will come to you when it's time for that job to come to you. Right. 
So I think that's something that's really important. And then believing, that's another one that I struggle with sometimes, not all the time, I'm getting better, but just trusting that it's going to happen. You know, right. you, you put the request out there, you give them control, you do your part, <laughs> yeah. and then you just believe it's going to happen. You have to trust. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really, that's the introduction <laughs> to Archangels. <laughs> God. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and there's... that's a lot, but that is scratching the surface of yep. it because there's so much to it there's tons of books out there written on it if you guys wanted to really delve into it even just a quick google search can break down more of the angels so that you know you know if i have a, a request that that ronnie and i haven't covered today you know who to go to you know which angel to go to and i will try to remember because this is going to be posted in a few weeks to put the list of crystals and stuff that i use to meditate with for angels. I'll put that on Instagram and Facebook and I'll send it to you for your stuff if you want it. And then you guys can go back and, and look at that information. Do you have anything else to add? No, that's about it as far as angels are concerned. I mean, from what we've discussed, that's definitely not it, but you know, right. there's a lot more, but there's we can't. <laughs> there is a lot more. And I, I could talk about angels all day because I think they just do so much for us and they're underutilized in our society. We don't use them enough. and they want to help. That's their job is to help humanity. And so they're there waiting in the wings to do something for you. So yep. use them. Yep. Use them for sure. Is it? Yeah. Okay, good. Yay. All right. So we have a really fun psychic game to play today that I am excited about. And I'm going to let Ronnie take the reins on this one. We are. I am. Yeah, you are. Okay. Well, you guys know the name of the game, Psychic Games. We have placed something in the box. Now, I want everyone, before you start guessing or you trying to visualize or anything, make sure that you are in a meditative state. Take a few deep breaths, focus in on the box, imagine the box, and then imagining, imagine you opening the box. What do you see? The very first thing that you see or hear or feel or whatever, write it down immediately start writing stuff down and that way you can kind of build a picture of what's inside so that's what i suggest to you i guess we'll post this on we'll post this on social media and i'm also going to put several items on i know on instagram anyway and facebook i'm going to put um different things so you guys can practice this several times so there'll be multiple pictures and the picture will just look like the box but each picture will have a different item so that you can use your your abilities to practice and see what is actually in there several times. And this is a game that you can play with your friends too. You don't oh, have yeah. to just rely on this podcast. You can find a you know a shoebox and have your friend put something in it and just oh, practice. Yeah. If it were you and I, I'd be calling being like, okay, what are we, what's in the box? We right. need to figure it out. Right. Let's figure it out. And we would probably go into a meditative state, mm-hmm. do some meditation, and then we start writing. I could totally see us doing 100%. that. 100%. 100%. Yeah. And think about the other, like the characteristics of what that item is. Colors, textures, size. Write all of that down. Every bit of it. Because if you get two out of three, I mean, that's a great feeling. That's amazing to get the color and the size or the color and the shape or whatever it is. That's I love it. I'm just going to throw this in there just because I want to. I've given the answer to it in this podcast. You sure have. I have. And I did that on purpose. <laughs> did you? I threw in that little Easter egg because I'm trying to get YouTube up <laughs> and I want people to replay and all this stuff. So, yes, we, we have given the answer in the podcast 
Um, so maybe it's in there subliminally. Maybe you'll see it. Just trust whatever comes through. That's why I say write it down. And then, you know, if if you've written down a whole list of stuff and then you we post the answer and you find out what it is, it's probably going to be in there somewhere, something right. that ties to it. And then you can work and build upon that. Like, how did you see that? What did you feel it? Did you smell it? Did you taste it? Did you see like what happened right. when you wrote that thing down so that you can build upon that? And that's really where the training comes from is to take what worked and build upon it. Yep. And practice, 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 practice. You cannot get enough practice. So I think we've covered everything. I want to go over their gift certificate Yay, real quick. I'm so excited about this. So this is their gift certificate to Rev. Ronald Flores. Uh, so you can actually use this for a 30-minute tarot reading, or you can use it for a 30-minute chakra balancing, whichever you choose. If you want to, you can add to it. You can uh, you know, pay for that or whatever. All sessions are done via the video platform of your choice. I prefer FaceTime and Google Meet. Um, the way to enter to win this is that you must comment in the YouTube comments, not any other social media platform. In the YouTube comments, you have to put gift certificate. That will let us know that you've entered to win it. If you don't spell it correctly, whatever, that's fine. It will know if it's gift certificate um, you, you can comment under the video and include that in that comment. You don't have to do a separate comment. If we see gift certificate, you're entered to win. So there will be other little disclaimers, the legalities of everything that we will post with that. But that is how you enter to win. Comment below in the, on the YouTube video. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast, at, go over to YouTube real quick while you're there. How about liking, sharing, and subscribing, and then commenting? Those are not necessary to to enter to win. You don't have to like, share, and com um, subscribe, but you do have to comment gift certificate below. And that's all I really got. Yeah, and if you are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or iHeartRadio um, or whatever platform you're on, please follow us. Uh, we have a t we're we're getting a lot more listeners, which I'm really excited about. We're so glad you guys are tuning in. Um, but we want to make sure that you're hitting follow so that you're a subscriber to the show. We had so much information today. Oh, my goodness. Great episode. I really liked the energy of this episode. I do, too. It was really, really informative. I hope you guys liked it. Um, we will be back in a couple of weeks with a brand new one. And in between then, make sure you're checking out our Metaphysical Minutes. I know those of you on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc., you don't get them on this RSS feed, on the on the podcast feed, because they're all visual things. So they're all over on YouTube. So go check those out every other week. And those are on our, our um, that'd be on Black Creek Paranormal. Actually, in the description, I've done your Instagram and Facebook wrong. Did you? It says Instagram.com slash Black Creek Paranormal Facebook. That's not the names of them. Because when I clicked on them, it did it's not Black work. Black Creek Services, yes. Yeah. So I'm working on fixing that portion of it. But all of the information, the answer to the psychic thing, the gift certificate, all of the visuals and all that will be posted on Black Creek Paranormal social media mm -hmm. and my social media feeds as well. Yep. Well, another great episode, Ronnie. Thank you for all of your knowledge. And um, we'll talk to you guys next time. See you later. <laughs>